Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 207 with the wonderful Laura Posey. Hi, this is Laura Posey. You're listening to Heart Cells Podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. I can't wait to dive into our guest's story today. Laura ran away to Sedona. And as I also, when I went to Sedona, climbed Cathedral Rock and didn't know my way down, the same thing happened to Laura. And on her way, she had an epiphany that she's going to share with us today that has really helped her to create and craft the amazing business that she is running today. She is an internationally recognized speaker author and consultant, and she is known as the simple planning specialist for her unique ability to simply and easy laser focus her clients to get dramatic results. Her simple strategic plan is used by over 2,500 companies from startups to Fortune 100 companies, and I'm quite sure you can take a lot away. Enjoy. Well, I am so super excited to have you on the show today, Laura. Welcome. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to be here. Yeah, I love that. So I want to actually start because it's not even, well, it's still at the beginning of the year. Let's put it this way. And you are teaching people how to actually plan their year for success. And I've been through your course and I have to say, I love it. Um, I do have a plan. I just showed you it's laying on my desk where all the important things are on it so I can keep daily track and not get distracted. And I know that so many people do get distracted. They go for shiny objects and, you know, I've been guilty of it. I'm not going to say I'm never, ever guilty again. (laughs) <laughs> because it probably will happen. But with such a plan, it really helps you. And if sales is on the plan, then you basically can't miss growing your business, right? Right. And if sales isn't on the plan, it should be. Yes, I totally agree. <laughs> so uh, tell us a little bit, like, how did you get this brilliant idea? And why is it so dear to your heart? Well, I, I got the brilliant idea because I built a business that I hated. Um, I basically built myself a job and I was miserable. Mm. And so I did what every smart entrepreneur does when they do something that they hate. I ran away from home. Um, I, I did. I like hopped on an airplane. I went out to Sedona, Arizona over the New Year's holiday. And I thought, I'm going to just have to figure out how to get out of this business and go get a job. Like that's what, that was my intent when I left. And I was hiking in Sedona. And I won't give you the whole long detailed story, but I almost fell off the side of Cathedral Rock and died while I was hiking. And when I didn't die, I got up to the top of the, the rock and I thought, well, you, you dummy, the, the whole reason you almost got in trouble was because you went hiking with no map. You didn't do any research. You, did, you just went out there. You're like, oh, I can hike. And off you went. And that was exactly what I had done in building the business. And I didn't have a plan. I just got up and was like, oh, I'm going to go sell some stuff and I'm going to build this business. And, and it was a disaster. And so I sat down that night and put my first plan together and got really clear about exactly what I wanted to build and the steps I was going to take to build it. And I went back and within a year, I had gotten rid of the business partner who was a big problem and um, changed just about everything in the business. I got rid of all the overhead. Um, the business went from being horribly unprofitable to very profitable. 
And it's been like that for the last 12 years. And mm. they, I mean, that, I really say that plan just saved me. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. And I know it saved a lot of other entrepreneurs <laughs> from <laughs> doing these mistakes. And uh, I mean, your story so resonates because uh, I remember um, some years ago, I went to Sedona. Um, I read um, a book by Paolo Coelho and he described Sedona somehow. And that idea stuck with me. One day I'm going to go to Sedona. And then as soon as I kind of found my own business and have my laptop freedom lifestyle, I started to travel <laughs> mm -hmm. and uh, Sedona was on the map. So, and I also climbed Casita Rock, no plan, no map <laughs> all by myself <laughs> uh, in my Birkenstocks. It's just when you, when you look back, it's, you know, it's kind of embarrassing a little bit not uh -huh. being prepared at all. It was a real adventure. And I also was at a point where I thought I'm never going to make my way down here. But it was a really great experience. And I think when you are on top of that mountain, when you have that overview yeah. of the landscape, you realize that it's like the entrepreneurial journey with the ups and the downs. And you mm -hmm. just have to know the trail or how, how you can choose a trail if there's no trail and, you know, walk it yourself. Yeah. And, um, I think that's something an entrepreneur really needs to figure out how to sit down, get quiet for a while, make decisions, and then stick to the plan and have the focus. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and you know, the thing with the, the planning is that the biggest piece, and, and you sort of alluded to it with your laptop lifestyle, is really understanding and getting super clear about the kind of life that you want to live. Because when you know what your life vision is, and not just, you know, how do you want to live and do you want, do you want to be a digital nomad or do you want to have a big office full of employees or, and, and not just how much money, but what kind of work do you really want to be doing and who do you want to be doing it with and, and how much do you want to be able to give back and, and really getting at the emotional, passionate side of how you want to live your life. When you understand that, then you can build a business to deliver that. And until that point, it's really just a bunch of guesswork. And, you know, people say, well, I procrastinate, I'm not motivated. And it's like, well, that's all because you're not clear about your passion. You're not clear about what you really, really want. Yeah. I totally agree. So one person or the other listening right now, they might be saying, well, yeah, but I'm a solopreneur or I'm just starting out. I don't have a team. I can't afford a team. I'm, I'm barely making the money to kind of stay alive at the moment. Yeah. So what can you give people like as an advice or what they could be doing to get into the position where they start to be profitable, where sales are coming in and where they can live that bigger vision that they might dream of. Yeah. So I think there's a couple of different things. Um, one piece of advice I got a long time ago that was really helpful is save 10 cents of every dollar you earn and just put it into an account and don't touch it. It's not money to be spent later. That is money so that you never make decisions out of fear. Mm. And so having that, that money set aside it allows you to, to go, hey, you know what? I am successful. Look, I've got this pot of money over here. And it may just be a little bit to start. It'll also make you run your business really lean. Um, so I think the saving the money piece is super huge. I also think people don't realize how easy it is to hire other people to help you. 
And, you know, I think they, they think, oh, I've got to go get an employee and that's a full-time job and I got to pay this person $50,000 a year and I don't have that. I'm not even making that. That's not true. If you just take a look at, you know, one of the things that we do when we're working with plannings is we get everything all the way down to the task level. And what you'll find is that there are tasks on your list that you're really not good at. Or there are things that, you know, maybe it's designing something or editing something and, and you think, well, okay, I don't have any money, so I have to do this myself. And what you're going to find is that when you have that task really clearly defined, you can go hire somebody just for that one little project to do that one little thing. They're, they're not an employee. They're not even really a contractor at that point. They're just a project person. They're going to do one thing for you. You're going to pay them a flat amount of money and you're going to get that off your plate. And, and when you start to think about all of the things that you can hire somebody to do for $10, $20, $25 an hour, and you look at that time that you're not spending on it, if you use that time then to sell, right, not just go, oh, I'm going to go play on Facebook now, but take that extra hour that you've got back and go, oh, I'm going to go do some prospecting. I'm going to talk to some people. I'm going to close a deal you realize that your time is worth hundreds of dollars an hour. And it just makes sense to, to buy back your time for $25 and resell it for two or $300. Hmm. Yeah. And, and every, everybody who starts out can basically do that. Because sometimes there yeah. are tasks that you don't even know how to do it. I remember when I started out, I was like, okay, I have created this wonderful opt-in. Like, how do I get it onto my page? Yeah. And I, I did outsource it. Um, I have to say with a feeling that I didn't know if I overpaid or not. <laughs> I, I still don't, <laughs> but that's, that's fine. And I learned things later on so I could get a better feeling of what to ask for. I think that's also a challenge entrepreneurs have. They don't really know how to word the help they need. Right. Yeah. And, and that's why, you know, if you get something down to a task level and you need to understand, like, what is the task that needs to be performed and what is the outcome? How will I know when this is the way I want it? And when you do that, it becomes really easy to find the people that you need to do this. And, and you know, one of the things that, that you talked about is how people, you know, they, a lot of times there's stuff that they need to do that they don't know how to do. And I want you to really think about the cost of the learning curve. How much is it going to cost you? How many hours is it going to cost you to just learn how to do this thing? Not even do it well. And oftentimes it's four, five, 10 hours of time that it's going to cost you to do this. And remember, your time is worth $100 or $200 an hour. So you think about that and you think, okay, well, I'm going to spend five, let's go small and say it's going to take me five hours to learn this thing at $100 an hour. Okay, it's costing me $500 just to learn how to do this thing. Well, what if I could go find somebody to do it for $50 or $100? That's a great return on my investment because now I can take that time and I can go sell some stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that focus because people get, and you know, I've been there, they get so scattered all over the place and they don't know where to start, what to do, what to ask for. And then, yeah, sales or having conversations with people who, you know, could potentially be a partner, mm -hmm. a GB partner, could promote you, 
um, or you finally create those videos for the course that you that you started yeah. to sell. But you know, like all of these things that really add more value to the business, and that only you can do. Exactly. Right? Ego aside, sometimes we feel like only we can do it. But uh, you know, coming to find out, probably half of those tasks can be, can be delegated as well. But, you know, having these conversations or showing up as your brand or wherever you are on your journey and then really focusing on this important piece that the other person that want to invest in your company, in your services, actually can do so because you just help them to walk down the right path. Right. I, I always think about, you know, what would my clients pay me for? Right. Well, they're paying me for my advice, for my experience, for my processes, for my systems. Right. And and so anything that's not that people are not going to pay me to design something. So I shouldn't be doing that. I should be paying somebody who's really good at that. People aren't going to pay me to do a lot of detail stuff for them because I'm not good at that. Um, people would pay me to write copy because I am really good at that. And people do pay me to write copy. So that's, that's a job that I keep for myself. Um, and, and so I think you have to look at like, what, what could I sell and go do that and spend your time selling that and outsource everything else? It, it is not your job to do those things that you are not great at and that people will not pay you for. Yeah, yeah. And your emails are very cool. <laughs> I love you. reading them. Oh, thank you. Yeah, they are done very well. It's always a joy seeing that it's a very good way to teaser into like click here and then you get the full post. Yeah. Yeah. So if you enjoy doing that, then do it, right? Because right. if you enjoy it, then you'll yeah. probably get better each time you write something. Exactly. Um, and it adds a fun piece to your life, to your business, the excitement yeah. that often we will, you know, keep lacking if it's the wrong task we yeah. try to do. Like maybe setting up a funnel bores you to death right. and you forget all the links that connect with each other. Well, you know, it's not going to work. It's going to be frustrating. Um, so concentrating on the things that, that are fun. Um, exactly. Talking, talking about fun, uh, can you share a fun fact with us? A fun fact. So I have recently at the um, very young age of 52 uh, decided to take up playing the violin. And it is one of the hardest things I have ever done in my life. <laughs> Um, yeah. but I absolutely love it because it is, it's so different than everything else I do. And it's so challenging and it's so visceral. Um, but I'm having a blast with it. I have a fantastic teacher who puts up with me and, um, is very patient. Um, I'm never going to make a living. I'm probably never going to perform for other people, but I just am in love with this instrument and it's fussy and, and difficult and it beats me up every day, but I really love it. That's so cool. Yeah. I, I, I love that when you have something that you are so excited about, even though you're not good at it yet, or it seems <laughs> difficult because you just started, right? Right. It's the rule of the 10,000 hours to mastery. So yeah. I would say you still have time. <laughs> yeah. Considering I practice about 20 minutes a day, it's going to take me a very, very long time to get to that 10,000 hours, but that's okay. I, I'm, it, it, this really is a, a enjoy the journey exercise for me and 
open up different areas of my brain. And um, it's interesting because I play some guitar and um, I'm, I'm not naturally musical, but I could play some guitar and the, playing the guitar is helping me in the violin in some ways and it's completely messing me up in other ways. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's just fascinating to see how the brain is like, oh, this is music, default to guitar. And it's like, no, 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 this is the violin, darn it. Um, <laughs> I, and I'm learning Spanish as well. And it's funny because I, um, French is my second language, German is my third, but I'm much stronger in German and in French. And so in, in, when I'm practicing the Spanish, my brain like goes, oh, foreign language, go get German. Like, no, 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 no. If you're going to get something, get the French. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. When I learned Spanish uh, like in university, uh, it's so funny because my default was French. Yeah. And so my pronunciation was pretty bad French. <laughs> so my I, Spanish pronunciation is French and Italian because I've, yeah. I've got some Italian training as well. And so I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to speak Spanish with a, a French accent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember my teacher was so frustrated with me because I just, you know, pronounced it French and she just, yeah. it. but you know, I think at the end of the day, if you can order food, get yourself a, a place to sleep and yeah. You, you'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Also, well, I just love the, the first conversation with you. And I'm so excited because we have set up another interview. Um, and yes, I have a ton of questions for you. And just Ooh. one, I'm going to start right now. And you have a little bit of time to think about it till next okay. time. Um, what was the first thing that you've ever sold in your entire life? Oh, you are going to love this answer. <laughs> well, I can't wait. <laughs> so thank it's, you so much. I, I've sold some weird stuff. So you're going to like this okay, one. Okay, cool. Well, I'm very much looking forward to this. And uh, thank you so much for the first episode. And um, yeah, let's talk soon for the second one. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. Well, what a powerful story. I just loved how Laura and I have Sedona in common to get some really breakthroughs in our lives, in our businesses, and that I find super, super exciting. So if you realize that you created yourself a job when you went into business for yourself and you need to make some tweaks and changes, then hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab, Laura's episode number 207 and there you have the show notes all the resources we talked about the transcript especially for you so you can pick out the right questions we talked about to ask yourself how do you want your life to be and exactly like your private life your business life the combination of both and what kind of simple strategic plan can you follow also in the resource tab, you find Laura's amazing gift, the daily success checklist kit that helps you to keep on track. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab. And once you're over there, if you have not yet signed up for the empowerment notes, I highly recommend that. It's empowerment right into your inbox with the updates on Heart Sales Podcast, amazing resources and content that I usually do not share on social media. So you only find that with the empowerment notes. So hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab, and then you are all set. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now.